Hey everybody, welcome to the Black Girl Nerds Dragons Y'all Recap Podcast Live. Uh, we are doing this live for one reason and one reason only. We weren't able to get the episode <laughs> early. <laughs> so HBO was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, HBO was like, no dice. Even though some people did get the episode early because apparently it got leaked online. Um, but we we did not get to see it early. So we watched it just like everybody else um, during the broadcast tonight. And we're here live to speak with all of you to talk about it. And then we're going to go ahead and obviously have this show available for the audio format if you guys have that preference later on during the week. But for now, you get to engage with us and talk with us. And if you have any questions or concerns and you just kind of want to go off on how you felt about tonight's episode, I know I've got feelings. Uh, feel free to leave your comments. We're currently live streaming on both YouTube and Twitch. Uh, so let me go ahead and do, you know, the admin thing um, here. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash black girl nerds. We're new to Twitch. I'm still figuring out that whole ecosystem. So bear with us as we develop in that uh, on that platform. And then, of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash flicks girl. Yes, there's a long story behind that. <laughs> what, saying, what happened with that, Jamie? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you go to Black Girl Nerds, it will be an account that has like some dummy account with Black Girl Nerds. But that is our YouTube page. So trust me, even though it says Flix Girl, it, it'll take you to Black Girl Nerds. So you can subscribe <laughs> there, hit the notification button, and that's where you'll see all of our content. So cool. And then, of course, I have our moderator, Angelica, and our host, Ryan, here. So thank you, ladies, so much for staying up late. And, um, well, Ryan for staying up late, because Angelica. <laughs> I know, that day job. But, you know, I'm here. You got to talk about House of Dragon. It's the season finale, so I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> and I see I you got your shirt, shirt, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you check out mine. Check out mine. Hey, I'm I'm the only one that's not dressed up. Oh god. We had to get festive. Gotta get festive. Gotta get festive. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, well, cool. I'm I'm ready to dive right into this. I know we don't have like our formal outline that Angelica usually prepares for the podcast, but um still we'll 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 go right through it and and guys please if you if you have comments definitely let us know we will show your comments up here on StreamYard, and um you know let us let us know what you think about the episode so starting right out uh this episode what did you guys think it, it starts off with uh let's see here with i guess who is it luke he's a little Luke insecure is in front of the painted about, table um, yeah. and insecure about um, being the Lord being of Tides because his grandsire, who he said is the greatest, I love how he said, my grandsire, the greatest sailor ever to, to, to be on the ship. Um, you know, I don't deserve that. I, I can't I can't live up to that. I can't, he said he gets seasick just from stepping on a boat. So how is he going to be the Lord of Tides? So that, that was a sweet moment in Rhaenyra. Got you, baby boy. You have time. Dun dun dun. 
Um, so I, I love that that opening, and I love and I love seeing the painted table because we usually see it like, I guess, mm. in the war room, but it's like a bigger room. Um, so that was interesting. What did you think, Ryan? Oh, I just I love Rhaenyra as a mom in that in that opening scene. I thought that was basically this whole episode. I loved her and her sons. I just love seeing that, just how nurturing she is, and she was trying to prepare them. But this world, this world just ain't ready for a mama her and her sons. Like the way you have to step up in this world is it was very unique how they played this out. But yeah, that opening was fantastic. Yeah, agreed. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I, I was gonna say, oh, I was gonna say real quick my little two piece. Um, Rhaenyra is a really good foil for Allison as far as parenting. Like we oh. we see how Allison's a little bit more cold towards her children. You know, she called Aegon an imbecile <laughs> the last episode, and here she is, Rhaenyra loving up on her 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 younger son. So I, I wanted to point that out, but hand it back to you, Jamie. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. I've I'm having some tech issues trying to bring up uh, some. Uh, looks like somebody wants to leave a comment, and I'm having some tech issues. So, so no sorry. You you gotta love technology. Are you guys able to bring up? Uh, uh, let's see if I can do this. Does it work? Can you see it? There you go. I see it. What's up, Black Dad Panther? What is hey. up? Um, and then I wanted to bring up. Can you bring up the image of Jace? Are you able to bring that up? Trying to see which one that one is. Oh, uh, on my side, the images. Let's see here. I don't see the images on my side. I see the comments. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so yeah, that was great. Uh, just seeing that in the opening scene, and yeah, you're right. Uh, as far as uh, just that dichotomy between uh, Alicent and Rhaenyra. So, what did you think the the following scene after that? And I got to pull up my notes to remember because. It's kind of weird not being prepped for the episodes and then you're, you're live <laughs> tweeting it and then you're watching it. Um, but I think uh, one of the other standout moments for me in the episode was when, of course, when Rainey's announces to Rhaenyra and Damon about the series death. And one thing that stuck out to me was when Damon was like, well, how did he die? <laughs> did anybody find that to be a, an a weird moment. I know that's not, it's not weird to ask about how somebody died, but I just thought that that was very interesting that Damon was so concerned about that. What, what was your thoughts? I think because I think it's a reasonable question to ask because remember last episode, Lord Beesbury also questioned, you know, how did Viserys die? You know, he, he doubted that Viserys died from natural causes and Remember from two episodes before then, Damon wasn't too happy about the way that the Maesters were given Viserys so much milk of the poppy. So in his mind, he's like, my brother didn't die naturally. Something had to go down. How did he die? Right, right. That That's okay. And that was something that I didn't catch on to was like, if there was some sort of nefarious intent. I was just mm -hmm. thinking... Well, why would he ask that? Because he sort of saw that Viserys was, his health was slowly declining and that he was kind of on his deathbed. So that's why right. I was like, why would you ask that? But now that you bring that up, okay, he asked that because he thought that maybe Allison poisoned him, which I kind of brought that up in our episode. You did. You did. Episode. Yeah, I was like, she's trying to kill him. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Shout out to Young Deuces, by the way, who is a friend of the show. He says, I'm glad y'all are doing this because I need someone to talk about this too and hear some hot takes. Uh, Nova Red Soul says, same because woo chow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Emmanuel Briggs says, hello, ladies in chat. Thanks, guys, for, for joining us on the live show. Uh, so, Ryan, what did you think about Damon's concerns over his uh, his brother's death? Oh, oh, Damon was hot. Like he was, he was ready. Like as soon as she gave the message, I could already see them wheels turning. Uh, what was he wanted to do? But yeah, I mean, it wasn't necessarily foul, foul play. But Damon can smell a snake. Like he knows something's going down. So I was already ready for him just pop off the rest of the episode after he figured out his brother was gone and what that means for the kingdom. So. I was I was ready for the heat that he brought. Yeah, yeah. I was ready for it too. Mm -hmm. He had plans. I do laid see out. screenshots, but I might accidentally. By the way, oh sorry, Angelica. I do see the screenshots, but I might accidentally click on it like I just did before. So if you can hang on, I might be able to crank <laughs> it up. Oh yeah, that's for later in the episode. But I, I, you know, like you said, we live tweeted during this happening. So I love how Rainey's was like, Rainiera. You in danger, girl. They coming for you and your babies. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> We're not playing no games. <laughs> we are not. We are absolutely not. Um, so another, what was another um, moment that stuck out to you? Like, I'm looking again at my notes. Um, oh, ooh, Damon okay. was pissed off when he found out that Rainey's didn't light up them greens when she escaped with Melly's. He was like, uh -huh. why are you here? <laughs> and I mean, we was heated about that in our last episode. Like, what? Rainey's, you could have just solved the whole thing. Because. You had one job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, Dance of the Dragons wouldn't happen, but still, like... I'm good with one season. I'm good with one season. They, there's, there's so much in Fire and Blood. There's like 300 years worth of history. Fandom would be so heated. Oh gosh, people would be mad. People would be so heated. Um, but yeah, yeah. Damon, Damon was in his feelings about that. What did you think, Ryan? Oh, I, I think she should have lit him up last episode. Like, I think they should have <laughs> been gone. I'm, I'm with it. Like, I, I'm tired of looking at them. I was like, no, light them up, raise. But she, she's that, she's that person though. She's gonna not, she's not gonna give all her cards out. She's gonna wait. You know, she has that peaceful quality about her. But yeah, I was ready. I was just like, take them out because I don't want to. I don't need season two. Just go ahead and take them out because yeah. when she lit up from the ground, I was like, let's go. But you know, I appreciate you, Ray. She tried to keep a little peace. We'll, we'll take a little peace then, I guess. Yeah, Randy says, uh, yes, this princess was a real one for that heads up. Um, mm -hmm. Michelle Morrow says, there's a lot to process from this finale. Yeah, we're, we're going to dig into a, a lot of what we thought about this finale. Um, and Damon, <laughs> yeah, you could have finished it all. Also, by the way, right, like, Michelle. you know, Rainey's trying to take this high moral ground by not finishing off the greens, yet she killed like a whole bunch of innocent people. <laughs> We don't care about the small folk. We don't yeah. care. About them. <laughs> like all of these common folk just got like piled on and annihilated with melees and but you know the greens let, let's go ahead and save them. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember I got heat from the the season finale of of Game of Thrones when I was like, "Yes, Daenerys, burn them all." So, like, <laughs> I I don't really care for the small folk. I mean, that's oh. <laughs> hey, the small folk play a role, though. 
They really do. You, you they gotta, do. Uh, at the end of this valuable. this war, yeah, they yeah. will do something. Yeah. Uh, Ebria says, I'm with Damon. She could have burned their asses up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we all agree with Damon in that that capacity. Um, yeah. So then what, what happens next? Uh, Damon, um, oh, go ahead. You're the moderator, so you, you're I was going to say, I got my mind, you know, I had to have my little, my my mental outline. Um, So sh- she learns her, fa- well, she learns her father's dead. She learns that Aegon has now been crowned prince um, in front of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Um, So, and we know that Rhaenyra is pregnant. So obviously this, co- this is a lot of information she's taken in. So naturally she goes into labor. Um, and while Rainier has had five children before this, this was not an easy pregnancy for her. So once again, um, House of the Dragon really driving home how terrifying and dangerous childbirth can be. Yeah. Yeah, that was sad, um, seeing that Rhaenyra, you know, basically had a stillborn birth. And to me, I also think that that was a metaphor of like foreshadowing of things to come. Like this mm-hmm. baby is stillborn, you know, a, a death is, you know, symbolic of what is going to be happening with her future, the future of the realm. Um, so that was that was a sad moment. Even though Minera has had five pregnancies that were very successful, um, it was sad to, to see that moment with uh, with her birth there. Yeah, very graphic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm like, do the, we need the sounds? Do we need to hear the squishing? <laughs> and Rainier is a G because she she didn't have uh-huh. no midwives. She was like, I got this. She pushed that baby out. I was like, oh. But I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Have your moment. <laughs> have your no. Two I was gonna clap it up for you because that's what I was thinking. I was that was a G moment. She was holding on to the bed. They kept saying, "Let me help you," and she was like, she "No," was like, because she already knew. And she was just like, "Just come out, just get out." And I just I don't know how she did it. I don't know how any of these women did it. Like back in the day, well, today and just like especially back in the day, because they just did not. It just did not matter. And it's just like every time you see a woman pregnant on this series, I'm just like all the whole scene, the whole episode is, is the same. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a lot. And then while she's having the baby, the scenes are intercut with Jason Damon. So, Uh you know, Jace went to his mom when she was in the bed. She told him, like, don't do nothing while I'm a bed. Don't make no decisions while I'm a bed. And so Damon's like, I'm not trying to hear that. Come on, Jace, let me school you. So he takes Jace um, outside. There's two Kingsguard there. I did not catch their names because, of course, I didn't have time to prep for this. Um, (laughs) And he (laughs) he asked, you know, Damon asked them, um, you know, who, who's the who's the true heir? And they say Rhaenyra. So he's like, okay, well, I need for you to repledge your allegiance to Rhaenyra. Um, and, you know, if you decide to go with Aegon, you know, you're going to die, but you'll die swiftly. Um, if you decide to join our cause and betray us later down the line, guess what? You're going to die in a lot of pain. And, you know, we recall from Daenerys, you know, in Game of Thrones, you know how she handled people that betrayed her you know they got Mm. set on fire (laughs) so um he was he was teaching damon was teaching jace a lesson in loyalty there there we go luke (laughs) i'm sorry i can't it's too soon i can't see luke right now we'll we'll get into luke a little bit later um i also wanted to point out with renera's crown that 
I find it very interesting. And again, some symbolism to talk about here is the crown of peace that mm -hmm. uh, she's wearing, because this is the same crown that Viserys wore and that also Jaehaerys wore. Um, Jaehaerys also being known as a uh, uh, king that- A peaceful was, king. Yeah, that reigned during a very peaceful period. So I, I find that to be quite interesting. What do you think of the symbolism there with her wearing uh, her father's crown and, and it being a peaceful crown? Yeah. Well, you know, um, Sir Eric ended up switching sides. So he he landed on the Dragonstone and he actually he in, in addition to breaking Rainey's out of her chambers, he also must have stolen Viserys's crown to bring it to Rainier. So shout out to Eric for realizing like where the, the right people are, the right team, Team Black. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I mean, if you think about it, so Rainier is wearing her father of the series, the Peaceful's crown, and yep. Aegon's wearing Aegon the Conqueror's crown. So, I mean, that kind of shows you, <laughs> yeah, crown of war. So, you know, that shows you, you know, what each side is trying to be on. Right. Yeah, I love the opposition. I can't wait. Like, it's peace versus war. It's like, can peace take it even for, even further? I, it's I, I just love the symbolism between the two of them, and that shot of her with the crown is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. I waited for that moment. I thought that was going to be a season two sort of thing where maybe she's yeah. going to work up to it and get there. That moment was so just perfect the way it happened and him coming and saying, look, no matter what, I'm riding with you. I had to walk away. I know what's right here, what's not right. Mm -hmm. So, and that's when I thought she was going to tear it up, but it was some more in the episode. <laughs> uh, and I also say I thought it was interesting she was crowned at her son's funeral um, which that that scene was a callback to me from the first episode from the death of her younger brother um, Balin, mm -hmm. Balon and her mother so I thought I was going to see a dragon set, you know a little Little, little fetus on fire um but that didn't happen although i was heavily distracted by reyna and bela during this scene too like and i was upset that bela didn't have no lines this episode and reyna had one line wine my queen and i was like really really yeah <laughs> and someone they pointed out like, that you know damon still doesn't talk to his daughters which that is kind of yeah why why is there still not that relationship because we remember the episode what was it a few episodes back where he was you know teaching them valerian mm -hmm. but what what's going on why don't we have that that interaction with his daughters i don't know i mean i i, I guess he's got a lot on his mind with you know yeah. everything that's happening but still we just don't really see that I feel like maybe we'll see it more next, uh, not, not next episode, next season. Um, cause like, like basically Bela really didn't have any lines this episode. So I, I yeah, you know, we couldn't even see her, see them interact with Damon. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the Valarians, uh, good to see this guy. Corlys <laughs> <up>. <laughs> is good. Good side. Yeah. Fever broke. Yay. Uh, so glad that he's alive and well. And he chose the right side, of course. Uh, so that's I'm glad. I'm glad that uh he's he's doing well. He looked like he, I mean, he like when he was in bed, he you definitely saw that he looked fatigued and tired. But then when he was back out there and, and strategizing and stuff, I was like, dang, he looked good. <laughs> 
Yeah. His hair looked good, everything. Locks twisted up. Yeah. Um I, I appreciate his locks twisted up nice, had a new fresh retwist. Um, but I appreciate that they even they didn't immediately go to Rainier's side. I appreciate that they kind of weighed both sides. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just like let's jump on Rainier's wagon because if we think about it, Rainier has caused them a lot of pain. Like, right. you know. They, they to the to as far as they're concerned, she's responsible for the death of Lenor. All these horrible things have happened every time they side with her. But at the end of the day, she was named the true heirs, and their grandsons and their granddaughters have allegiance to them or to Rainier. So it makes sense for them to join the cause. Um, but yeah, I was happy to see Chloris is alive and well. You know, Luke will not be the Lord of Tides for more reason, <laughs> more reasons than one. Um but yeah, I was happy to see Corliss back and back and kicking. Um, and I like Ryan. the I like right. I like the moment that he had with Renera where he reminded her, "Hey, you could be peaceful, but when it's time to go, get ready to go. When it's time to jump, mm-hmm. like you could you could be peaceful like, like your father did, but you gonna have to defend this kingdom too, and it could be some war." So I like I like that line he dropped down. Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that now Rainier is at the head of, head of her own council. So this is considered yeah. the Black Council. She has all her advisors. Jamie, you're back. She has all her <laughs> advisors, her team behind her, Team Black is behind her. So I appreciated that. She got her sons involved. She got her, you know, their betrothed fiancés, whatever you want to call it, involved. Everybody's there to support <laughs> Rainier. And she's taking charge. Now, Damon was like, war, war, war. But Rainier is like, no, we got we got to take a step back. We can't we can't land the first punch. We got to observe. We got to find out who our allies are. So I like that she's taking a thoughtful approach to this recl- rec- reclamation. Rec- I don't know the word. But she's taking a thoughtful approach to rule. Reclaiming her time, reclaiming that throne. Reclaiming her time, yes. <laughs> uh, I just want to read a couple of comments um, going back. Akua says, Good point. No dialogue with Damon's daughters at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brandy says, Damon doesn't even have trauma bond with those girls. Good point. <laughs> trauma bond. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michelle says, Corliss came through. Yeah. Corliss yeah. is ride or die right now. Yes, glad. Oh, and I was gonna say during the the meeting of the Black Council, um, Damon had brought up the fact that they need more dragons. So I got super excited because right. I was like, "Ooh, dragon seeds, dragon seeds!" Um, and I guess we'll talk about it at the <laughs> we'll end. We'll talk about that more. The yeah, I was excited yeah. about that one. Wait, do you still have the dragon that you're raising? It was like some kind of app or something you were on. Yes. Yes, I have my <laughs> blue dragon, Destenia. She is almost an adult. She's still a juvenile. Um, she loves raw beef, and she likes to fly in the evenings. <laughs> nice, love it. I love it. Thank you for so, asking. <laughs> yeah, what's the name of the app for for those that may not know what you're talking about? So it's called Dracaris, and the A and R in Dracaris are like capitalized. So like an AR experience. Cool. Cool. Raise your Um, own dragon. Yeah, you can raise your own dragon through the app. People have been telling me about that app. I mean, you told me about the app, but then other people have been telling me about the app too. When I talk about House of the Dragons on social media, I'm like, I 
I still haven't gotten on the app yet, so it's like a it's like a house of the dragon hatchimal. So you you do have to check in every day with your dragon. So if you're not committed to taking care of an animal, don't do it. Oh man, I'm out. I'm out then. Oh, Gabrielle <laughs> says I get that she wants to rule peacefully, but there's no peace with Otto Hightower. He got to go. Agreed. I mean, this was dead last week, so I'm like, yeah, he definitely got to go. Uh, Brandy says they're definitely giving us great dragon scenes. They stepped it up with the dragons tonight. I really appreciate the the dragon love that we got during this episode. Uh, Young Deuce says, "Oh my lord, he's got to go." <laughs> Only High Tower we acknowledge is Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice, Steve High. Nice, nice. Steve High yep. Tower. That was a good one, Young Deuces. <laughs> and Brandy, LOL. Okay, I love that. Someone also on Twitter said the only Targaryen we recognize, um, and they had a picture of Jon Snow up there. So, Oh, oh, what about people saying that Cisco is the last living Targaryen? <laughs> that was hilarious. That you, you put that tweet out on the Black Girl Nerds uh, Twitter. That was hilarious. Oh my gosh. I was cra- I was cackling when I saw that tweet, <laughs> that original post. I was like, I gotta share this. Unleash the, last the dragon. Targaryen is Cisco, but nobody wants to talk about that though. That's <laughs> He's like, Y'all not ready for this conversation. Y'all not ready for that conversation. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Man. People are well, I was hilarious. Black Twitter rules. Um so the next scene, speaking of callbacks, the next scene that we see is Otto Hightower deciding to pay a visit to Dragonstone. So just like in episode two of House of the Dragon, we see Otto and Damon facing on um, on the steps of um, Dragonstone. And just like that second episode, Rhaenyra comes swooping in on Cyrex, but this time she's Queen Rhaenyra and she's on Damon's side. So I appreciated that callback. That was a great scene. And anytime you drop a dragon behind Otto, thank you, Jesus. I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted them light him up. I'm just, I'm tired of seeing Otto. I'm ready, I'm ready for him to go. I just Period. wish that Damon knew what Otto's intentions were of Rhaenyra. Cause we know that he would be gone. Damon would have taken him out. So like if Damon had any idea that Otto wanted Rhaenyra dead, like, yeah. Otto off with their head. Yeah. Off with their head. Oh, and I, I, we forgot to mention this. Um, when Corlys is on his, not his deathbed, but his sickbed, and Rainey's is nursing him back to health, and she tells him that Vaymon's dead and that Damon did it. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, not my brother. Mm-hmm. So another reason why I was like, wow, Corlys is a really, you know, good guy for joining Rhaenyra after finding out what happened to his own brother. So this, this is a complicated family to say the least. Very complicated. Um, um, so oh. Otto's going to stay in the middle of some stuff. Messy queen that he is. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Michelle says when Rhaenyra snatched Otto's pen, I hollered. Yes. <laughs> um, MK Malika, I- I'm still up. It's nearly 4 a.m. here. So glad you all went live tonight. Much love from over here. Oh, oh thanks for thank staying you. up with us. 
Oh, shout out to you. Um, yes. And also, um, Otto gave Rhaenyra a message from Allison. And if you guys remember, it was a page from the book they read when they were teenagers. So Allison's trying to play on Rhaenyra's heartstring. And she read that thing like Damon read <laughs> the message from the series <laughs> a couple uh-huh. episodes ago. But it, it, you could tell it got to her a little bit because she shed a little tear. Because after all, that was her best friend. But you're not about to play with my emotions. And right. crown your son in place of me. Uh-uh, that's not happening. Right, right. Yeah, toss what? that message over the edge. That's what I thought. What did you think, Brian? Toss that message right over the edge. They be standing on the bridge. Just toss it right over there. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened next after that? What was the next thing that... Uh... <sighs> this is so hard to do <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> I'm like going through oh, our tweets. You got it, you got it. <laughs> Going down uh, oh, so they're they're still you know they they're still meeting. They they had another Black Council meeting, and right. they need to go right. out to their different allies. And you need to go to the you know House Stark, Crack and Stark in the north, Storm's End in the south. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, I think they have a cousin. Is I believe it's Elaine. Aaron, I could be wrong, or Lane Aaron in 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 the Vale. So they need to get their allies together and kind of see if they're really going to team up with Team Black. Um, and of course, she was going to send Damon, but Jace just had to raise his hand and was like, "Send us another callback <laughs> to when Rainier wanted." Really like, I, I really, I actually kind of like how you know, sort of studious and just how valiant he is towards wanting to protect his mom so i do i, I do appreciate that about jace even though i appreciate it but i don't like how it ended he could have kept his mouth shut <laughs> he should have yeah. said just send me just send me no, just like send my me. baby brother not my baby brother Why luke had to be involved luke is like but 15 years old i didn't appreciate that um, I know. yes luke, luke is like send us just like Rhaenyra had said um in the second episode when when she needed to confront damon she was like send me dad but she snuck out um but Rhaenyra gave her boys permission i don't think luke was ready for this luke wasn't trying to have it but luke of course he's he... ready to be lord of the times <laughs> he can't Why even command say... rather than command the air with dragons like why did he agree to this that's that was what was weird to be because they love his mama but they could he had he had baby as far as i'm concerned he could have stayed home um so she sends she she decides to send jace up north to treat with craig and stark who's around uh jace's age and then she sends uh luke south to storm's end which is supposedly close to dragonstone and then she tells them don't fight your emissaries don't fight swear it and i was like no no yeah no and then she tells and then she tells luke oh luke um you're gonna have a great you know welcome at storm's end don't worry and i was just like (sighs) i was i'll just leave it at that i'll I'll let you guys (laughs) throw in your two cents about that no, I mean, I'm actually surprised Rhaenyra co-signed on that. Like, why would you agree to doing this? And then to think that there wasn't going to be any beef between these guys and there weren't going to be any sort of fighting or shenanigans that was going to ensue as a result mm-hmm. of her sending them out there. Like, girl, what was you really thinking? But maybe, I don't know, maybe she's just got a lot on her mind. I mean, she just missed, well, you know, 
she just had a stillborn baby. So yeah. she's probably not really in the right frame of mind right now to think logically, you know? And then she's just, yeah, she's probably really stressed out. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a bonehead decision, but sometimes when we're under duress and stress, we make really stupid decisions. So yeah. what do you think, yeah. Ryan? Yeah, I, I think she was trying to give him a chance, but that no fight thing, no way, no way. And I know if Jace has a moment, he's going in. If he gets a moment, even though he put his hand and said the pledge, I know he's going in if he gets a chance. But yeah, the no fight thing. But poor Luke, poor Luke. He was he was trying so hard for his mama. He just wanted to, he just wanted to get after for his mama. But they don't let you live in House of the Dragons. They don't let you live. They don't let you live. Ms. True Kelly says the power struggle between Damon and Rhaenyra was great. I love Princess Ray smirk between uh, smirk seeing the queen show her power. Agreed. Abria uh, Angel ready to see some Craig and Stark hour of the wolf. All right now, Michelle. Poor Luke always looked like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> poor, poor baby. Poor baby. Uh, did y'all talk about Queen realizing Damon didn't know about Song of Ice and Fire? Oh Ooh. yeah. Oh yeah. Cause Damon tried to question her in front of her black council. So she was like, clear the room. Let me talk to my husband. Then he had the audacity to try to choke her up. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're being violent now. Okay. And then um, you know, that's when I guess they had that back and forth, and she realized that he did not know about the song of ice and fire, which makes sense because I don't think Viserys ever trusted Damon to be his heir. Right. Right. That's interesting, though, that, um, I mean, yeah, it, it does make sense, but it's still interesting that he never knew about that. Yeah. It's still interesting well, that he kept from him. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that they, they always had that contentious relationship, so. Absolutely. I, I, I felt some type of way when he did that show cold on Rhaenyra. Oh. I was like, really, dude? Are we really doing this? Under the right circumstances, that choke would be fine, but not in this moment. Not in this no. moment. <laughs> you said under the right circumstances. Right under the right circumstances, I'd be okay. Circumstances that would warrant a chokehold to your wife? I, I don't... Just think, just think, Jamie. Ryan gets it. You know, I don't know. What Renera would have said or done that would that. I mean, Damon is a loose cannon. We know that. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, well, I don't listen, mind the choking here. You better not do that again. And Brandy, <laughs> see, Brandy, Brandy, <laughs> know what I'm talking about. <laughs> listen, listen. On that note, because I, I need this is the perfect time for me to drop out. Because Angelica, girl, I love it. I just, I just love it. I wasn't expecting it, but I love it. I'm um, sorry. But real quick, though. <laughs> No, listen, don't apologize because we know, we know. But listen, baby, get it together. <laughs> Do not put your hands over there anymore. I don't see the season two. Get it together. No. Yeah. So we was rooting, but you stepping out like the swag is looking a little less. Don't put your hands over there. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, come on. People now, weren't bro. feeling that on Twitter. Nice. People were not feeling that. I was like, come on mm -hmm. now, bro. But anyway, listen, it's been dope. I got to go because I got to pay some bills. All it's the right. job. I know. I want to stay out and keep talking. You know, I want to keep talking to House of Dragons. But y'all keep the comments coming in because these two ladies right here don't play. I mean, they raising dragons. <laughs> you know, they checking it out right here. Jamie popping up the photo. So you guys keep, uh, you know, chatting with them and checking it up. Thank you, ladies. 
It's been fun. All right. Bye, Ryan. Good night. Bye. 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 Um, Dang, Ryan and her day job. Yeah, Ryan <laughs> really super, super early. She works in news. So, you know, those morning news shows start at like, what, three, four in the morning or something. So yeah. she's got to get it super early for her job. Um, but yeah, so that was weird. So then after that scene, uh, well, I think we were talking about too with Jace, uh, or no, Luke going over to see... Um, a Baratheon. A Baratheon guy. Which Boros, Boros, Boros. So apparently the guy can't read. He is it, Oh, he is, was like, call the Maester. <laughs> yeah, he he apparently he needs hooked on phonics or something. So we we discovered that. Um he can't read good. He can't read good. Uh so that was that was something that was an uh interesting revelation. Um, and oh, go ahead, go ahead, Angel. I didn't appreciate so you know, R- Ryan had mentioned or someone had tweeted these two little scraggly dragons flying away from Dragonstone, and we see you know, Luke land on his little tiny dragon from How to Train Your Dragon, and then there's huge Vagar, she can't even park inside of Storm's End, she has to be outside. I uh-huh. was like. Oh, this is not good. This is not good. This is not good at all. I did. Mm. I, I was yeah. like this watching. I mean, I was tweeting, but I was like this <laughs> knowing what was about to happen. I did That's how like I this. was. I had the, um, the gif of Kermit the Frog where he does like this because I'm like, <laughs> I know what's going to happen, but I'm still scared. <laughs> they could uh, change it. I don't know. I was hoping. I was hoping because Luke is like my baby. He's so cute and innocent and Eamon's just not over this beef. He's just not over it. He was like, God. look what you did to my eye. <laughs> and- Which, by the way, we finally, because I mentioned that in one of our previous uh, podcast episodes, I was like, are they going to show his eye at any point where we see the blue sapphire? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they finally revealed the blue sapphire, which I think I kind of have. Well, I don't have a picture of it, but I have him about to reveal I was okay. able to get that screenshot because that's in the trailer. Yes. So I was like, okay, we got that. But yes. yeah, I was like, okay, he showed the yes. blue sapphire. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a, I thought it was it a cool. Good. Yeah, it's a cool scene. I've seen um there's this girl, she's I think she's like a TikToker. She has a prosthetic eye and sometimes she'll switch it out. And she has like a sparkly one too. It's not a sapphire, it's just like silver but it, i mean it looks pretty cool um but I mean, yeah our- the only thing i was because con- i was concerned about it because i believe in the book like he doesn't even wear an eye patch if i'm not mistaken yeah he, he lets he it hang out <laughs> right so i was concerned with the show that they just didn't want to show the blue sapphire for whatever reason maybe they thought it wouldn't look right aesthetically you know on camera yeah so i was like are they ever going to show that so the fact that they actually have him wearing it just underneath the eye patch i thought that that was that was pretty pretty compelling so I thought that was cool. Yeah. 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 Um, But that scene at Storm's End, man, I mean, he did not get a good welcome. Uh, Boros was not pleased. He was like, You just want me to do what your mama tells me to do. You come here empty handed. Are you going to marry any of my daughters? And of course, (laughs) Luke is like, I can't. 
I'm already engaged. And he's yeah. just like, okay, so what you here for? So right. I, I felt so bad because he's like, like I said, he's just a baby. And Eamon's there side-eyeing him and one trying eye. to fight him with one eye, side-eyeing him with one eye and trying to fight him and take out his eye. And Luke was like, look, I am not here to fight. I am just here to deliver a message. And even Boros backs him up on that. He's like, he's an envoy. You're not about to do this here. So he, you know, he sends Luke away on his dragon. And it's a stormy night in Storm's End. And I just, I just felt so bad for this scene because you could tell that Luke is a little nervous. He's scared. He's ordering RX to obey him. Like, focus. We got to get through this. We got to get home. Yeah. So he 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 takes off on his little tiny dragon, and of course Vagar shows up, and Aemon is taunting his little cousin or his nephew. Excuse me. He's taunting his nephew. He's trying to scare him, um, and Arox apparently kind of gets a little shifty and ends up uh, breathing fire on Vagar. And Vagar is an old war veteran; like she don't play. So of course, when we think Luke is in the clear after this big old chase scene and he's above the clouds and he's chilling Vagar comes in and eats him but what I did not like I know you and I talked about this was the fact that in the books Eamon went after Luke he still had this beef he went after Luke he took out Luke didn't have an issue with it on the show they're trying to make the greens look a little bit more appealing and they made it seem as though their dragons lost control and Eamon never intended for Luke to die so I didn't really like that softening of the character. I would have respected Eamon more if he actually just went after Luke. But I'll let you uh, add your thoughts, Jamie. I'm going to read some comments and I will add my thoughts. Brandy says, right, they sent the teenage dragons out for the wrong assignments. <laughs> um, Akua says, I also don't get how Eamon thinks he's been wronged. Kid almost bashed another kid's head with a rock and got knifed. Well, please don't act yep. like you were wrong. You lost, LOL. Uh, Young Deuces says, I thought you was about to say, I got a thing for it, LOL. Uh, <laughs> says, Luke was only ever used to push the plot forward. They didn't care about that boy. <laughs> That's point. true. Kara says, the Sapphire was great. I don't like the Baratheons. Yeah. Uh, Brandy says, should have sent the Ravens instead of that boy. Agreed. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't a fan of the way they took creative liberties on this. I definitely thought that it was odd that they made it seem as if it was an accident and that Eamon didn't intentionally kill uh, uh, Luke's dragon, it, which inevitably uh, en ended right. in Luke's death. So because the sh even the show did a great job of building up that antagonism and that you know, sort of that beef between these two characters from when they were young kids. So yeah. there's always been that. And and the books obviously had that as as the, the source material. So I just thought that it was going to play out the same way it was going to be in the book. And then for them to make it seem, like you said, that they're trying to soften it up and make it seem as if we want to be a little bit more empathetic towards the greens. And, and they are doing that. Like even with Alicent in some respects, they're they're really softening up her character. Because uh, I think there's a moment where she says something really nasty about Rhaenyra. Um, oh yeah, that she prefers that she dies by childbirth. 
Uh, and that's in I the book. About that. but yeah, but they 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 took that out of the show. So they're really trying to make her, I guess, a little bit more nuanced and again a, a little bit more empathetic for the audience. Uh, but I I just didn't like this take because Eamon, you know, let him let him you know sort of be a man of his convictions, be someone that really wants to go after luke for for what happened to him and i just i i just wasn't a fan of that so and they kind of did that too with Kristen. like yeah. they made it look like it was an accident and i didn't like that either because even though there were different interpretations of how Kristen cole killed beesbury i mean there is an interpretation where he deliberately like slashes his throat with his sword so it's like why make it look like an accident just hmm do the thing so i don't be know. ten tone be ten toes down with it <laughs> yeah yeah you know just keep it 100 yeah um, speaking so, yeah. of uh damon while all this was happening damon was trying to tame a wild dragon <laughs> by singing him a song and i was like that i don't was know weird. about this <laughs> that, that and him singing was so creepy to me i was just like what <laughs> i don't know and i mean that's Contrary to the books, uh, Damon didn't try to tame a dragon. He had his own dragon. And like I said, we'll get into the dragon seed later. But the the scene directly after is how we end the season. Obviously, this scene is uh, silent. We don't hear any dialogue. But obviously, we see that Damon is delivering the news to Rhaenyra that Luke is dead. And you see it on her face. They go and pay for this with fire and blood. And that's how we end the finale of House of the Dragon. That is how we end, and Rhaenyra is upset, which tells me that she got the news of Luke's death. Yep. So Absolutely. she's, and that's that's really what sets everything in motion. I mean, things are already set in motion, but now she's like mad. It's real. Because yeah. at first she was going to be, you know, Martin Luther King about this, but now she's not the next. Now she's turning into the next. Pre Mecca Malcolm X. Um, so yeah, let's get into, uh, let's look at the, uh, Targaryen dynasty. I just kind of looked up this graphic and I wanted to show it to you guys just so we could see where we are. House Targaryen. I just like looking at the family trees. Mm -hmm. So this is where we are with the, the, the Targaryen family thus far in House of the Dragons. And um, this is actually going, let's see here. This is going even a little bit before House of the Dragon, just a little bit. But then we've got, um, we've got Viserys, we've got Rhaenyra and Aegon, which are sort of towards the middle here. And then we've got some characters uh, towards the bottom. And then I think I've got some, a second graphic here. Uh, and then these Targaryens, we get a little bit familiar with when we get into the Game of Thrones territory. So um, it looks like it starts with Aegon and his two wives, and then we work our way to Jaehaerys, to Viserys, uh, to spoiler warning for whoever else is going <laughs> to follow after Viserys, all the way down to Ares, which is um, Daenerys' father. King. Yes. Yeah, the Mad King. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So just wanted to take a quick look at uh, the, the Targaryen uh, dynasty since these guys, you know, these are 
this is sort of the the main crux of what this story is all about yep. so we ended our our season one finale and then we're going to talk about you know what we think will happen in season two yep. and some some insights uh, and then really quick get to some comments desmond miller says who witnessed the fight they flew pretty far so Eamon must have taken responsibility. Who witnessed the fight? I'm not sure what that means. So uh, he wants to know who witnessed the fight between Luke and um, uh, Eamon. Uh, so he's like, oh, well, then either somebody saw it or Eamon took responsibility for the death. Oh, like off, well, yeah. Off top. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, I just I just think the way they had Eamon kill Luke is just it made it seem as if Eamon didn't want to do that. Yeah. Even though Eamon knew what he was doing when he was going after Luke. So it just kind of doesn't make sense. It's like, okay, so why do you look disappointed that you killed him? Like, I don't know. It just it, They're trying to play it like he was trying to scare Luke, but it backfired yeah. supposedly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, somebody gonna pay for it. Um, and yeah. I was gonna say our hashtag is trending. Dragons, y'all, is currently trending on Twitter. I just took a yes, look it at is. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me let me get that graphic up really quick. Uh, Dragons, y'all. Uh, the hashtag that we use on Twitter did trend tonight. So yay. Yay for us, dragons! And you got the little dragon symbol at the end of it. That's cool. I know. I I don't even know how that got there. <laughs> we gotta. We we'll take it. Up. We'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> we're at. Uh, I'm looking. We're at like twenty <clears throat> two thousand five hundred and ninety one tweets. So the number keeps ticking up. So keep us oh. keep posting. Keep tweeting. We're trending, y'all. Keep keep using dragons, y'all, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so season two expectations. So we talked about a little bit about Dragon Seed. Yes. So just let's kind of shortly explain for for our viewers what Dragon Seed is. Let's not assume. <laughs> All right, so our sweet summer children. A uh, Dragon Seed. Seed is a bastard of House Targaryen or House Valarian. Um, and at the beginning of the Dance of the Dragons, even though on this episode we saw that it was Damon that called for more dragons, it was actually Jace in the books. He wanted more dragons, therefore they needed more people that could fly dragons, which left the dragon seed. Um, because supposedly only people who have really Targaryen, but will settle for old Valarian blood, um, can can fly a dragon and with that there are four dragon seeds that ended up siding with Rhaenyra they are Ulf the White who rides Silverwing Hugh Hammer who rides Vermithor there's also Adam Valarian uh, formerly Adam Hall who rides Silverwing and of course my girl Nettles who rides Sheetstealer um so I want to get into Nettles' character just a tad bit, but I also want to talk about this theory that I have for Adam Valarian, who rides Sea Smoke. So obviously in the book, Lenor died. Therefore, 
see Smoke was left riderless, but we know that Lenore lives in the show. My theory is that that Lenore is going to hear about all this stuff happening in Westeros and he's going to return as Adam Valarian. I think that would be cool. It, it could be just my little headcanon, but I think that would be cool. Otherwise, Adam's a pretty cool character. He has a twin named Alan, um, so not as confusing as Eric and Arik. Uh, so looking forward to seeing that. And um, Adam and Alan are said to be the bastards of either Lenore Valarian or Corley's Valarian. So someone related to the Valarians are, is going to ride sea smoke at some point in time on the show. We can't leave Sea Smoke hanging. I mean, Sea no. Smoke's got to have a dragon rider. So I like that theory. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that theory is is pretty. pretty I mean, there's pretty. a reason why they left La- let Lenor live. Um, but eh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, who knows? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Nettles is the only girl out of the four who is a dragon sea dragon rider. I'm hopeful that we see Nettles in season two. I haven't heard any casting, but love about Nettles is that she actually is black in the original source material. Now the Valarians were race. Yes. Yes. The Valarians were race spent for the show, but Nettles was always black. Um, And there's some questions about whether she was truly a dragon seed because she was black, but I guess on the show, because the Valarians are already black people there's not that question isn't going to come into place um they uh, nettles ended up actually getting her dragon by presenting her dragon with a freshly slaughtered sheep every morning her dragon loved mutton so um she ended up riding sheep stealer so it's either nettles was very intelligent or nettles was a dragon seed one or the other either way she's badass Love to see it. And Nettles has a bit of a relationship with Damon Targaryen. So, you know, we'll we'll see how that plays out. Not going to talk about that any further because I don't want us to get into spoiler territory. But there's there's a little thing that they have um, in the book. So they're um, close. They're close. So we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Damon, Damon gets around. So, gets around. Gets yep. around. And I I actually wrote a piece. I don't think it's live yet, but I do write an article about Nettles for Black Girl Nerds and kind of gets into her backstory if you're curious and if you don't mind spoilers. Otherwise, avoid my article. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. The sting. <laughs> um so We'll see. We'll see if uh, Nettles shows up. I I, I hope so. And hope I've so seen too. some. Um, I've seen some fan casting out there. I doubt it will be her. I highly doubt it. Oh, but- Zendaya. <laughs> yes, she's what too you- big for that show. She's too big. I mean, I I I would like to see so. someone. I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she's too big for the show. I mean, it is HBO and Euphoria is on the same network, so I don't. I don't yeah, think but I that. feel like. With casting with House of the Dragon, they tend to cast like newcomers or people who aren't super super well known. So I I think she's too big, but you know, I guess big is subjective. Um, but I don't know. I kind of want to see someone of a darker skin tone. Agreed, know? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Nova Red Soul says, "Why is it taking so long between seasons?" That's a good question. I don't know. Well, the it takes. To that. 
It takes a year to shoot, and apparently it takes another year to do um, visual effects because they were still doing visual effects for this season while it was airing. Um, so, and they don't start shooting until I think March of 2023. So, yeah, it's gonna be a while. Season two expectations. Will Melisandre make an appearance? She is old. She is old, and she is supposed to be in this time period. Um, so people were kind of hoping that Melisandre was going to show up in this season. Um, mm -hmm. Also, there's rumors going around that um, as far as, well, first of all, the actress that plays Melisandre in Game of Thrones says that she's interested in reprising the role. Uh, mm -hmm. That's actually been put out there. And then there's a casting rumor that Elizabeth Olsen would possibly uh, play her. I don't like that. I'm sorry. Really? I I can I mean, I guess the reason why is because she literally plays a witch already. Yeah. So it's like, oh, she's got red hair, she plays a witch. Why not Elizabeth Olsen? But I I'm fine with it. I don't see the problem with Elizabeth playing House of the Dragon. I don't now, have an issue with I think Elizabeth Olsen is too big to play. I think she's too big. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep thinking. I just like when you are that big. You can all you you think Elizabeth Olsen or you think their character, um, the Scarlet Witch, and I think Carice um, Van Houten did a great job as Melisandre, and who's to say that she doesn't look the same three hundred or you know two hundred years before? So just let her come back. I don't know in what capacity you know the Red Witch is needed, but uh, sure, why not? That'd be a fun fan moment. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I, I definitely would love to to see her come back. So either way. Yeah. Um, also, one of the things that was missing from Game of Th Game of Thrones from House of the Dragon was a young Darren Targaryen. Uh, but George R R Martin. Wow, I cannot talk. George R R Martin has actually addressed this in interviews as to why Daron is missing. So why uh, is Daron missing then? <laughs> Where's he oh. at? <laughs> oh, so apparently he's in he's in some other city. I'm trying to think of the name of the city, which now is he in the Vale? No, I don't know if it's the Vale. He's he's somewhere else. Like he's there, he's around, but he's just not. <laughs> he's just not with the other family members. So they um, they're fostering him somewhere. They're fostering him somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And he's gonna Got show it. up in season two. Oh, he's in Old Town. So he's with the High Towers, basically. That's where the High Towers yeah. are from. Yes, 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 yes. Old Town. That is correct. Cool, and that's cool. a that's a picture of uh Daron Targaryen from Fire and Blood. Nice. So, yeah. So by the way, uh quick flex and also just a shout out. We actually talked to one of the writers on uh, House of the Dragon, uh, Charmaine DeGreat, who wrote episode five, We Like the Way. And you can catch that interview on blackgirlnerds.com. Uh, just want to, again, like give her her flowers, give her a huge shout out. I, I don't think House of the Dragon nor Game of Thrones, for that matter, has ever had a black female writer on their, on their shows. Uh, so... I'm just amazed that she's even a part of the the series. And then she's also a co-executive producer in addition okay. to being a writer for the show. 
So, and We Light the Way was like by far one of the best episodes because that sort of set the, that set the tone for that sew of discord between the greens and the blacks, between Allison and Rhaenyra, you know, that, that conversation in the godswood, that moment where Allison walks in that green dress at the wedding. So it, it really was a game changer, episode five in the series. So she, she wrote that and she did a great job. And she talks about that in her interview. And she says that one of her favorite characters on House of the Dragon is Daemon Targaryen. So I thought that that was very interesting. She did that. Yeah, she did. Well, uh, there's another writer, <laughs> uh, Sarah Hess, that's getting a little backlash because she said that Damon isn't boyfriend material. And I mean, as much as I'm attracted to Damon, she's right. And I don't understand why people are making petitions to get her off the show <laughs> because she said that. Yeah, it's weird. She and said that he isn't or he is boyfriend material. He, he isn't. She's like, I'm baffled by people being attracted to Damon. You know, he's not someone that I would consider boyfriend or husband material, which I mean, she's right. He just choked out <laughs> for Rhaenyra in the episode. Um, and, and then I guess people were upset about supposedly she has something to do with the Rainey's escape and you know the small people being killed and I'm like is that a reason to like get a petition to get a woman writer off of a show like come on people get real that's crazy that's absolutely crazy um Michelle definitely will check out the podcast episode that episode she wrote was one of my faves it's actually an article on blackgirlnerds.com so if you go to the website uh you'll see the article there uh of her interview um, I thought that that was weird. I, I, the, I noticed some, there's this very small section of the House of the Dragon fandom that is a little, little off kilter to me. Cause mm -hmm. I, I do sometimes go into the bowels of Reddit. <laughs> I, look at, I do look at what people say. And, um, I even saw what people were saying about the interview that I did with Charmaine and, um, people were, upset about because she had made a comment about uh Rhea, later R lady Rhea royce and mm -hmm. how they they kind of changed um they did take a little bit of creative liberties because in the book when she dies she just falls off of her horse and her head is crushed but right. like well obviously damon did it so yeah, that's they, implied yeah so they they made it so that you know that damon was the one that was responsible for it and she's like, you know, the fabric of the story isn't really changed by that. But uh, this person was really upset that, you know, Damon was sort of pinned as the as the villain. And I'm like, but but Damon really did do it. Like, why, why, why are you guys getting upset about that? So there is this really weird fandom of folks that are like Damon stands. And yeah, it, it, it's it's kind of disturbing because uh, he's he's not a good guy like you know it's kind of the people that are stands of Jeffrey Dahmer after the monster series <laughs> right. played him and they're like oh he's just misunderstood it's like um no, no. <laughs> or like uh Joe you I, I don't know I mean Damon to me is like a chaotic neutral um, so like, I wouldn't describe him as pure evil, but I wouldn't describe him as pure good. He's just, I mean, Matt Smith said it perfectly. He's an agent of chaos. Um, so whatever 
for him is what works for him. But I, you know, I, he would be good for a couple nights. But I, yeah, Damon ain't someone you want to settle down with. He's no. not. <laughs> you know, he he's he he's just he got too much of that fire in him. Um. So yeah, I, I don't quite understand the backlash by people saying that Damon's toxic. He is. Like, if you're attracted to him, that's fine. We all have a little toxicity in us. So yeah. Yeah, but his is like on a whole different level. Yeah, true. <laughs> whole true. different level. And like you said, like that moment where he choked out Renera, like he he doesn't seem like he has a filter and he seems like he doesn't have any kind of control over his emotions and that he's, right. he's a loose cannon. So is that the kind of guy that you want in your life? So yeah, I don't, I don't know why people are coming after Sarah Hess for that. That just seems weird to me. Yeah. Yeah, but. and she's she she signed another deal with HBO, so she will be <laughs> back Good. for season two. So deal she with did. it, people. Yeah, she did, she actually I saw her name on the credits. She wrote this episode tonight. The the finale. Okay, I, people will be mad again because that. I ended. said, what they gonna be mad about now? <laughs> They're gonna be mad about the way Luca went out with Eamon, You know. Oh, so. Luke. All right, Pete. I I, I, I I will criticize that. I, I I did not like the way that went down. But that's, that's true but that's my personal opinion on that uh, so, <laughs> so any last thoughts before we uh before we wrap up tonight's podcast um i mean i just want to know what team are y'all on are you team green or are you team black Ooh, team green or team black you know it's so interesting when we did episode one of the dragons y'all recap podcast we were like so what house do you claim mm-hmm. and your house valarian ryan yes. is house targaryen and i just went with the high towers, high towers. i think i think that's just because that was what was left but because uh, <laughs> I, I i really do not like the high towers i don't like otto i really don't like allison um but i i am definitely team black I I, I am I am Team Black. I mean, I've said it from the beginning that I I really feel like Otto and Hi and uh, Allison just have these really um, these ulterior motives that are self serving, and um, and Otto has been from day one. It's all about his personal beef with Damon. Mm-hmm. And I think that Allison is jealous of Rhaenyra. <laughs> she's yeah. upset that Rhaenyra doesn't play by the rules and that, you know, she's able to do things that I guess for whatever reason that Allison herself can't do. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a lot of it has to do with her faith and, and her beliefs and all of that. But it's like, you know, you, you got to deal with it. Don't, don't project that onto somebody else. So, um, I, I just don't like the way they handle things politically. So for that reason, I, I am team black. Yeah. I, you know, I, I did at one point have a soft spot for Allison. I've always, I was always team black, but I kind of felt bad for her and I sympathize with her, but the move that she made by placing Aegon on the throne, I don't agree with. Um, we mm-hmm. all know Rainer is a true heir. The series said so. Don't understand. Even even Aegon said, my father would never have wanted me on the throne. If he wanted me on the throne, he would have done it 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the fact that Alicent convinced herself that the series 
thought that Aegon should be king over Rhaenyra, who he for twenty years said is the true heir. Um, yeah, Allison, I'm I'm not I'm not down with that. And of course, Otto locking everybody in and executing everybody that was against them and all, all of the stuff that he did. I'm like, yeah, you know, f the high towers. I'm one hundred percent team black. And now that Corlys and Rhaenys are on board, and Reyna and Baylor are on board with, I'm team black. With the true heir or queen now. All right, let's see what everybody in the comments uh, have to say. Are you guys team green or team black? Uh, Kara says team black. All right, there we go. Nova says team black. All right, uh, Michelle, yep, team black. Team black. And team black. Uh, Black. So we vote no for green. Black. <laughs> we vote for everybody black. Vote for everybody black. Akua says team black. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've, yeah. And like at the end of the day, though, like nobody is innocent. Nobody no. is, has taken the moral high ground in this story. Everybody has dirty hands in this, in this war, but. Yeah, the, they're dirtier. The greens are dirtier. The greens are dirtier. <laughs> <laughs> and as much as HBO tries to soften them up, as you mentioned, like they still bad. They're still, they still bad. They're still terrible. Yeah. So, well, great. Uh, well, thank you guys for for tuning in. This was a very uh, lively show. It, it was fun doing this. Actually, live streaming. We usually record these episodes and then put them out for you guys later. So, uh, we'll we'll look into seeing how we'll keep this thing going while the show is on hiatus as we wait for season two because there's still there's still discussions to be had. There's still conversations. Uh, to be discussed uh, around fire and blood. This is a very rich, dense story. <laughs> and um, there's a lot to talk about. And I look forward to reading your Nettles article on blackgirlnerds.com because yes. she's a character that's very fascinating to me. So That's my girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> indeed. So we will see you guys uh, next time. Thanks for tuning in. Please uh, again, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on Twitch. It's, you know, it's a little bare bones right now, but trust me, there's going to be content that's going to be coming out in the coming uh, weeks. <laughs> I'm not going to say days, but in the coming <laughs> weeks. And um, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fun stuff down the pipeline, I promise you. Um, until then, we will see you soon. All right, dragons, y'all. R.I.P. Luke. <laughs> R.I.P. Luke. Oh, I gotta uh, drink a Negroni in his honor. <laughs> I saw that on your Facebook. <laughs> I love it with the spug. What you said, Espagano. I cannot say it right with prosecco in it. Yes. What was so that? That was, um, that was Emma D'Arcy that said she liked. Yes. Negroni. And Melissa D'Arcy with some Prosecco in it. So I was like, ooh, I'm gonna try that. Stunning, as um, <laughs> Olivia Cook said. So <laughs> pour out Negroni in Luke's honor. RIP to the young, strong boy. Yes, yes. We, 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 gotta, we gotta look out for the rest of our family members and 
Pray to the old gods and the new. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.